0: Hello and welcome to the Cry Do You Laugh podcast. Come to you live from 8.9, Finding Scott's Radio here at Edinburgh University. This is episode 7,
1: I believe, of the I podcast. have no idea what episode this is. I think it's 7. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably 7-ish or
0: something. So, I'm
1: AJ. I'm Colin. And, as I just said, this is the Cry Do You Laugh podcast. <laughs> yeah, the Cry Till You Laugh podcast. Um, so today, AJ, yes. you mentioned to me before we went on air... Yeah, uh, that you want to do something different today. You want to talk about what that is before we get into that later. I do, I do. So, okay.
0: Colin, um, Saturday was uh, Earth Day, correct? Uh, of co- yes, yes. Yeah, so yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Someone really, someone celebrated the holiday. I can tell. Yep. But here's the thing: last week's episode was farther away till Earth Day than today's episode is.
1: By right. day. Yeah. So I decided. So we're to... technically closer in this episode, so yeah. it makes sense to talk so this about this is it today, a, at, least at least to me. At
0: least to me, this is the Earth Day Crowdie Laugh podcast yeah. special. Yeah,
1: and you know what? I, I totally did know that Earth Day because I have stories that are Earth Day ish. So perfect. Yeah.
0: Good. So. I will be um, talking about – well, let's talk about what the podcast usually is. I'm a pessimist, and yeah. I think that the earth is going to hell in a handbasket at a relatively fast rate. And, Colin, what is your opinion?
1: Well, I think maybe it's not that bad, AJ. Yeah, there's stuff, bad stuff that happens in the world, but I think there's good stuff, too, and people don't notice that as much. So and you, that's my opinion. Oh, I'm sorry. I just talked over you. I forgive you. Thank you.
0: I'm Oh, you're giving me a death stare. Um, <laughs> so um, what we usually do is I read some depressing stories that usually involve moiter – yeah. Colin usually reads stories that involve happy things, things like space, things yeah, that makes space. me feel good. But this time, I only have one important news story. It's not even really depressing, it's more just about current events. And then later on in the episode, I'm going to give a little history lesson about two Americans, two related Americans from the oh, same family. Wow, you can try related? to guess to figure out who it is. They're pretty famous. They are related. Are they the Kardashians? Uh, Um, almost as good as the Kardashians have almost contributed as much to society as the Kardashians not quite there (laughs) and I'll be telling a story about them later today about what they've done to contribute to the American the American heartland and nature as a whole so it's going to be a little more uplifting today that's good yay
1: uplifting episode win for Colin but first how about that weather buddy oh boy it's so nice I wish I didn't have to wear this denim jacket uh, wh- why are you wearing a denim well jacket? let me tell you AJ so tomorrow if you don't <laughs> if okay. you don't know tomorrow is uh, denim day I did not know yeah so that means you didn't read your email today because uh, all Holy of us as students also got an email about this but I went and found uh, a little story about it on uh, on the internet so I could have some details to talk about today uh, tomorrow not today tomorrow is denim day but I'm celebrating it today because I'm on the air and uh, I want to to be popular so you are wearing Um, wearing a lot of denim right now i am i appreciate the owl badge oh thank you yeah i'm uh, I'm wearing a a, a denim jacket and some denim jeans um what were you saying not a denim shirt though no i have one but it's not here i left it at home like denim t-shirts that is a thing it's like a button down yeah you can't buy like a denim shirt without buttons and a collar can you yeah no not really um So Denim Day is a campaign to prevent sexual violence through education and public awareness. Uh, April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Um, And the... The origination of Denim Day, the reason that it's like denim specifically, is because uh, it was triggered by a ruling by the Italian Supreme Court where a rape conviction was overturned because the justices felt that since the victim was wearing tight jeans, she must have helped the rapist remove her jeans, thereby implying consent. And so everyone was like, that's messed up. And so now everyone's like, hey, we stand in solidarity with you by wearing jeans and denim and stuff and so that uh is officially tomorrow so if you want to take part in that just wear some jeans i'm sure if you are a student on campus here you're probably going to do that anyway but um yeah wear as much denim as you can to, to support and show uh and spread awareness for uh sexual assault awareness awareness month well played colin thank
0: you man. right before he we went on the air <laughs> colin's told me about this holiday and i'm like i wear denim denim's it's uncomfortable, and I hate I mean, I ain't wearing nothing for Denim Day. Colin's like, oh, is that a fact, AJ? And I was like, yeah, I am wearing Denim I was like, I was like, there's no reason I would wear denim on stupid Denim Day. He's like, oh, wait until I talk about it. Then maybe you'll change your mind. And I was like, I ain't changing my mind. And he was like,
1: oh, we'll see. I said, why don't you say that out loud on the air after I explain what it is, AJ? Yeah, so I'll
0: probably be wearing denim tomorrow. Like a denim <laughs> pants maybe. I can't really. Yeah, I don't have a
1: denim jacket. Or uh, anything. I, got, I got some denim shorts you can wear.
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh, nice. No. Actually, no, no, I no, think no. they're like
1: canvas. I don't know. No, but it is nice out today. It is, yeah. Except my allergies are acting up poor no, Now that I've talked about it, I'm going to take off this jacket. Though, yeah,
0: yeah, you so. should do that. <laughs> Ooh, hot. too hot for TV right now. That's why we're on the radio. No, you keep the shirt on, Colin. Just oh. the jacket on.
1: Oh, oh, sorry, AJ. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, pants too? Yeah, keep the <laughs>
0: denim pants on. <laughs> Uh, I wonder what they really have in that those tents over there by Cooper Hall.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know. I hope it's lemonade.
0: If anybody's listening, there's two tents set up by Cooper Hall. Go over there, see if they're selling. Because I would like to go over there, but I don't want to have to talk to anybody. So <laughs> then, like, walk in here and let us know. We're in a yeah, we're yeah, in Compton. Us. I don't so. know
1: what number. Yeah, I don't know what call, number you have to call. Someone, someone knows. Someone Some people know. <laughs> Some people <laughs> they know. called us, but we don't know what number. I that
0: really is. appreciate the person who called me. By the way, I really appreciate your call. Thank you. Yes,
1: sir. Thank you very much for showing your support. Uh, okay, so what do you What do you want to talk about first here, AJ?
0: Um, I think I'll go first. Uh, so I don't know if you heard, Colin. Kind of a big deal. We had uh, elections in France.
1: Oh yes. Over yes. the weekend, we yep. had
0: the uh, French elections, and. Um, we have so how the french system works is that you get like as many people as want to run who meet the requirements run and then after this first round the top 2 advance into the next set of elections in uh on may 7th yeah so what we have here is we have the two people who are battling are uh Emmanuel Macron Ooh. he is the uh french. centrist he's a, he's a centrist he's also a newcomer to um French politics. I'll get into it, but his thing is he's really a wet he, he he's a milk toast boring, boring guy. <laughs> okay. Nobody is excited about him. If anybody is voting for him, it's basically because they don't want to vote for Marie La Pen.
1: I'm sure you've heard of her. I love French people. Go on.
0: Marie La Pen, she's uh uh the uh candidate for the uh Franche National National Front. And uh, she's been running on a candidacy of anti-immigration mm-hmm. and um, anti-the uh, uh, European Union. Um, people have labeled her as a far-right candidate, Yeah, which I don't know. She's most certainly a nationalist and in a lot of ways a xenophobic person. Oh. But I don't know if she is a right winger because i'll go into it in a second but i like to talk about so every other candidate we had a far left candidate i forget his name I'm, I'm gonna, oh there it is um jean-luc Mélenchon. Uh-huh, he really um he 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 really excelled in the polls uh in the end he came in a very narrow third he did like something where he did like a uh, tupac Shakur esque hologram across oh. 5 different cities in France. I Whoa. saw it on YouTube. It was like if your grandpa starts using like apps on his phone. He was uh. very proud of this new technology. <laughs> but he soared in the polls this guy. He came very narrowly behind these guys. Um Macron took 23.75% of the vote and Miss Le Pen has taken 21.53% of the vote. Okay. Um every single major candidate has told their has told their supposed to go and vote for Macron. And so, basically, um, Marie Le Pen is on her own, but she has gotten one famous endorsement. Oh. I'd like you to take a guess who it is. I'll give you a hint. They're blonde. They're tall. They're huge. They're orange. We're talking about Donald Trump right now? Yes. Donald Trump has um, uh, um, put his support, tepidly, I'd say, because she doesn't believe in a lot of his viewpoints. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, He's put his support behind Marie Le Pen. Okay. And uh, Macron has the support of uh, President Obama, who gave him a call, gave him a little ring-ring a couple yeah. days ago. Yeah. But let me just go into um, their... We're not going to spend much time on this because, you know, this is France, and, and that's far away. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> what? What? Do you care, honestly? A little? Um, a little. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I care. It's interesting, but... So what, what does uh, Macron want? Um, see, this is interesting. He wants to... Uh, cut 120,000 public sector jobs and bring yeah. down the budget deficit. He wants to slash corporate tax from 33% to 25%. Okay. And he wants to, uh, companies to be able to negotiate the 35-hour work week in France. Um, he wants to ban use of mobile phones in school for people under 15. That's, that's no. Um, that's weird. He would like to strengthen ties with the EU and tighten integration between Eurozone countries. I don't know what that means. Basically, he's pro-European Union.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I like the European and, Union.
0: And uh, he wants to do a 50 billion euro plan to um, shift to renewable energy okay. in France. That's That's cool. the one major thing, I think, that he has that's very leftist. Because if you look mm-hmm. at the rest of that platform, you could say that's like a pretty standard Republican plan in yeah. the U.S. Yeah. Marine Le Pen wants to abandon the euro, return to the franc. Which Inter- was the French okay. currency?
1: Okay.
0: Uh, and wants to uh hold a referendum in France, um, okay. about EU membership. They'll do a Frexit. Huh. There's like, gonna be uh, tons. Of, there'll be tons of articles about it. It'll be like, don't fret about the Frexit. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh god. Ha <laughs> ha. Croissant. <York> <laughs> oh, croissant baguette. Snile. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I love that thing. I have a little statue of it. Ooh. Automatic expulsion. Of illegal immigrants and cut legal immigration to, uh, ten thousand per year. So that means wow. only ten thousand people allowed in from the country per year. So that's wow. pretty pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, extremist mosques, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, closed and priority to French nationals and social housing. So basically, what she's saying is, um, we're going to close down the mosques that she deems extremist. Now, there's no denying. I've seen tons of articles about. There's tons of extremist mosques yeah. in europe that are basically telling people go fight for isis bro it's cool yeah like so that is happening but i don't know what her definition of extremist is so i'd be wary of that yeah and she also wants so that means if you're born in france you get priority when it comes to housing like Mm -hmm. public housing and Mm -hmm. if you're like an immigrant you know not so much so i don't know that's xenophobic i'd say but i don't know if that's necessarily wrong i mean if i had that policy here i don't know i don't know i'd have to think about that yeah Lower retirement age to sixty huh. and um keep the thirty five hour work week assured. Could you wow. Could you imagine? Like in America the thirty five hour work week is like the minimum. Yeah. Like you're expect to work your nine to five. Yeah. In France that's like the maximum.
1: Yeah. I think that's uh oh, I remember I I learned about a lot of French culture back when I took French class in high school. Um and they just like it's so cool. They get a lot of vacation days, and they, they do all kinds of, like, nice, cool French stuff. And and you ever see uh Mike, Michael Moore's documentary, Sicko? I know you did. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, they talk about, like, all kinds of cool benefits and stuff they get over there. It's I like, like France.
0: It's like in the <laughs> Kroll show where he does, like, a skit. A Kroll show was on Comedy Central. He did a skit yeah. where you could go to, like, a, a – um, a, uh, what were those things called in Europe that hot a hostel oh, yeah, hostel. and it was like, so what we'll do is we'll wake up. We'll go do like 30 uh, minutes of work. Then we'll go get some <laughs> lunch. Then about another 30 minutes of work. Then we'll go get some coffee. It was, it's real. <laughs> it's real over there. Um, she wants to, this is pretty, uh, I'm a little no go on this ban wearing of ostentatious religious symbols, such as Muslim headscarves, veils and, uh, crosses, uh, the Jewish hmm. – I should know what that is. I have Jewish heritage. The th- yamaka, The yamaka, yeah. Like, none of that. I know France is super secular, like militantly secular. Interesting. Uh, that's pretty – and impose a 35% tax on goods from firms that relocate out of France. So protectionist. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's very interesting because I'm looking at these two candidates. This Macron guy is deemed the leftist candidate. Uh-huh. But really the only leftist thing that he's that I've seen on his major platform is his renewable energy plan. Right. Yeah. And she's been deemed this far right candidate. And the only thing that's really far right about her is um the religious wear. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the immigration thing, that's back and forth. I mean, just if someone is tough on immigration, that doesn't automatically make them a right winger or a left winger. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I don't know who I would I mean, young people love her over there. Like they really supported her. Oh really? Yes, because it's not about trains. Or, don't you wish you lived in a country where, like, your biggest problem was trains instead of yeah. here where your biggest problem is, like, yeah. citizens can't get water? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> well, that'd be nice. <laughs> but, yeah, French elections. If Marie Le Pen wins, I don't know if she will, but that'll, that'll probably be the end of the EU if that happens. Because yeah. if France is gone, that's, yeah. like, the – well, for one, that's the largest country in the yeah. EU. yeah. And it's, at this point, the second largest economy in the EU. Mm. It used to be England, but now that they're gone, and France and Germany, if France is gone, what's the point anymore? It'll just break up. So that's that. Colin just yawned, so I can tell he's no, not sorry. all that interested. No, I'm, d- d- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You,
1: it wasn't because of the story. <sighs> just because
0: wasn't. they don't eat hamburgers and, <laughs> and hot dogs <laughs> over the there. Guard. You don't care. am <laughs> Oh, that movie. So, yeah, France. Oh, France. France. Things are getting Frenchy in France. <laughs> Marie Le Pen or Marcon? You decide French French listeners yeah all
1: you people over in France well, I mean, that do you are think listening we have to this podcast Canada
0: do you think I'm looking at that map no I
1: don't think our way well, I don't get think over Canadians the... really get to say yeah I in don't think... think well you know French Quebecis, Quebecis, French. Quebecis. I don't know maybe they get like an honorary oui, oui.
0: a a eh? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no so that's that's my only big story for the day uh, okay so what um, do you got
1: well I think we need to go on a quick quick uh, quick break here. Uh, we'll put on a song for you. Oh, okay. Um, but I need to uh, I actually, the links to the articles that I had pulled up uh, I lost them, so I just need to pull those back up real quick. And then uh, when we come back, we'll have uh, some good positive news stories from Mr. Colin. That's me. No problem. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Criteria Laugh podcast on 88.9 WFSC. Fighting Scots Raiding You yeah. We're strange. are well, strange. We are back. You're listening to the Cry, Tell You Laugh podcast on 88.9 WFSE Fighting Scots Radio and streaming live on EdinburghNow.com with Colin Mazer and AJ Marie. Colin. AJ. It's springtime. It is springtime. It's
0: also joke time. It's also joke time. I think it's, it's time, time to play that us. wonderful song. I'm so ready. <laughs> Yeah, oh
1: joke time! Best time. <sighs> it where just... where does this joke come from today, AJ? Uh,
0: my brain. Oh, you thought I of never, this joke? No, I did not. But I never give away my sources on on the jokes. Oh, really? Like I always magician. give away mine. I I'm like a magician. I don't give away my tricks. I mean, such quality
1: jokes that these are. Yeah, yeah. there's so. I, yeah, of course, there's. we so heard, good.
0: We've had some complaints that our jokes aren't really that funny. We have. Yes.
1: Oh, totally. yeah, of course um, we have.
0: But I decided today that I was going to get a great joke. Okay. because you know, just how much people have com- been complaining. Yeah. Um, Colin, yes, it sir. is springtime, so this is spring flowers related. Oh, good. I like flowers. <laughs> Colin.
1: Yes, sir. How many lips does a flower have? How many lips? Yes. Does it ha- Wait, am I allowed to know the answer or no? Well, that you guess it. Does it have two lips? Ha! Ah! Quality, that's so good. George Carlin would be proud. I hope <laughs> I you guys like his that. Grave. I think,
0: I well, rolling in his grave of lat with laughter. he's roggling.
1: so hard. He's roggling. Oh, rolling. R- he's wriggling. He's rolling in grave laughing. <laughs> he's breaking apart his limbs. Just, oh no, that's me- no. You made he would have weird... approved of that joke no. uh, uh,
0: that I just made. He doesn't care. He's sure. okay. dead. All right. Um, right, so yeah right. the jokes are just getting hotter and hotter each week
1: <laughs> just like the weather uh, okay uh, so I got three stories here would you yeah, like the boy. space story first or you want a different story first uh, I think we need to space out oh boy so here we go I was trying to think of like
0: a pun oh, we whoa. really need to get a space thing I'm gonna. that's my goal for next week we're going to have a space intro for right, I'm yeah just go, yeah space. space the
1: final front two well it can't
0: be that that's copyright that's fine we're we'll going to get sued now
1: uh, yeah that's
0: okay Gene
1: Romberry's children <laughs> are going to sue us. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so this is a story that I found. Uh, it's on Fox News, and it's not a very good story in comparison to a lot of our other stories that we have. Question.
0: Going. Yes. Is it the thing that's going to Saturn? Before no, it it's, n- it's
1: not that. Um I thought about that one and I was like, no, it's kind of sad. What's not <laughs> sad? It, it still got a while until cool. it dies. It's not it until It didn't September. have anything it didn't have anything inherently interesting the about it. The grand finale. Well, it hasn't started yet. It, it doesn't said start till It's grand finale. We can talk about that next week like, okay, okay. when the grand yeah. finale has started. It yeah, doesn't we'll, start till Saturday. Yeah, we'll talk next week about that one. Um so this this story is about uh, a strange a strange shape that was spotted on Mars as they always are. I'll show you the picture here. Is
0: it an alien?
1: Is it what? An Olean? No, no, it's it's actually would be something pl- uh I mean maybe not as plausible as in You know Buzz Aldrin things, says but. he saw UFOs, right? True story. That's good for Buzz Aldrin he will punch you.
0: Don't they? <laughs> have you seen that video of, like, that guy who thought the moon landing was fake and he went up to Buzz Aldrin, and Buzz Aldrin just punched him? Because he basically just said, like, his biggest accomplishment was, yeah. like, a lie. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> um, But, okay, so, th- I actually, the picture went away. It's just black now. How mysterious. Uh, so this was, it's basically people think that they have seen an ancient tree stump. Oh, evidence of life, as in a tree. A tree. Uh, meaning that there were trees, like Earth-like trees on Mars, which would be really cool. Now, Which means water. Y- yeah, Probably. Of course. Uh, now, we have lots of evidence suggesting that there probably was water a very, very long time ago before oh, yeah. uh, the atmosphere broke up. But, uh, man, I wish I could show you this picture. It pretty much looks like a rock. But it could okay. be a tree that... Uh, Like a stump of a tree that got somehow like petrified and is still there after. Maybe the rock. If it's a rock, maybe it's a pet rock. It's about uh three feet high, and with numerous discoveries of plant and animal life on Mars, it would be logical to assume that a variety of tree either existed or still exists on this enigmatic planet. That'd be awesome. Could you imagine if we found like a tree on Mars? Who would be the first to try to get and bring
0: it back and plant it here?
1: Buzz Aldrin. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Like, yeah, actually, go. I gotta go get that damn tree. And then I'll show that guy. I'll show it. it's not
1: fake. <laughs>
0: then he, like punches him <laughs> with the tree.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, there's not, not too much there. Uh, The video sparked a slew of comments on YouTube, with not everyone convinced by the tree stump theory saying, I can't tree. It. it's a rock. <laughs> It is a rock formation. The strata is identical to the formation behind it, except vertically tilted. It was probably flipped, wrote another commenter. Someone should have been
0: really punny. Someone should have been, NASA, are you trying to tree me? Like, tree, but like instead trick, they said.
1: That's not funny. Okay. That's not a very good pun. (laughs) This will be the last episode of the Crowder Laugh podcast. You get zero out of ten that one yeah you do with uh, most things that's pretty much all there is for that story it's a thing some people are like it's a tree and other people are like it's a rock personally one of those i think it's probably a rock but it would be really cool if it was a tree so i'm team tree you're team tree i am you didn't even see the picture
0: well i'm just gonna <laughs> guess like most americans without any evidence i base <laughs> my opinions and <laughs>
1: assertions oh man okay uh, so, do you have another story, or do you want me to do my other stories here?
0: Uh, you can, do,
1: do, do me one more before we get okay. into history. Okay. Okay, uh, okay, this is, this is the one that I like more, I'll talk about this one here. Uh, you may have seen this around, I've seen about a million stories on a million different sites about this, okay. but, uh, this is about wax worms. Do you know about this, uh, about this science story? About wax worms? No, but it's weird because yesterday I was watching a lot of videos about like worms. Really? Okay, so these are wax worms right here. Ew! They look like mealworms, like little maggots. Those are what I would feed my bearded dragon. Yeah, don't do that anymore because I'll tell you what, this bug can eat plastic. Oh. So, all right, so scientists have done some experiments and they've discovered that the larvae of wax worms can consume and break down common plastics such as polyethylene um, meaning that they can be used um, to uh, to speed up or uh, maybe not even speed up but sort of uh, begin with with the with the destruction of some of human waste such as plastic bags which is the main thing that they've been tested on now you know me yes
0: I hate litter as you yeah. know.
1: Oh, oh boy, do you. You never litter. I've never ever. thrown things. Nope. In the middle of the campus saying, I'm proving a point. <laughs> and then I've never had to go and pick them up and put them in a trash can while you say, No, Colin, leave it. Leave it, Colin. No, I'm proving a point. <laughs> and then I have to carry it around and you're like, Ah, oh, you're ruining my point. And then I throw it away and I'm like, You're stupid. Yeah. That never happens. That never, that's never <laughs>
0: happened once. And, um,. But let's say that did happen. So what you're telling me is that yeah. if we just had those
1: worms just yeah.
0: littered across the campus, yeah. it'd be totally okay for me to do that.
1: It would not. Why not? Because I don't know. See, maybe it would. Maybe it would. It's changing. littering's okay it's now, kids. The, no, the thing is, I don't know because this is changing the world for human waste, as in garbage not poop now there Uh, are no consequences for our actions that's not true because thank you nature no because we still have to try to you know save the planet and you (sighs) know use less trash and stuff that takes a lot of work um I'm, i'm actually looking at a different article here than i was before and this doesn't have the detail that i liked but so they were they were doing studies with uh like walmart bags like plastic bags like that okay um and they in 40 minutes they could like these little worms could put giant, uh, like, holes in these bags, and after 12 hours, they could pretty much, like, destroy the bags. And they don't um, die when they eat No, either. no. Uh, so they normally feed on, like, bee wax and honeycombs. Mmm, I um, love that and cereal. And here's here's a beautiful picture of that. Oh, it's pretty gross. I'm never going to eat honeycombs again. <laughs> what, the cereal? <laughs> yeah. Because Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gross. Uh, but so they look like, like they're sleeping, though. They look kind of cute. Yeah, mm, I wouldn't say cute. Oh. Uh, uh like plastic wax is a polymer which consists of a long string of carbon atoms held together with other atoms branching off the sides of the t- or with other atoms branching off the sides of the chain. Both wax and polyethylene in uh the s- in the studies that they did with plastic bags had a similar carbon backbone and that's why they can eat the plastic bags. And so because of this they can uh Do some experiment, do some further experimentation and find out exactly to what extent they could be these wax worms could be used uh, to break down uh, some of our waste products. No, get rid of some of our litter.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm just a stupid little boy. Okay, most I know about science is from Bill Nye. Okay, but isn't
1: worm poop dirt basically? Well, not this. So yeah, because uh,
0: I was about to say, if like, what what does their poo do to the environment?
1: It's a broken up form of plastic. So it's basically the raw materials that are used to make up plastic. It's sort of brought back to that. And so, oh, okay. So yeah. So what they would do is probably collect. Um, I think I just peaked. I'm talking kind of loud into this microphone. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. No, you're fine. Uh. <laughs> um. They would gather, they would, instead of being a situation where they're, like, you know, setting wax worms free into a waste dump or something uh, and hoping that they eat the plastic, it would be more like uh, collecting plastic products and stuff and breaking them down there and then just, like, doing something recycling or disposing of in some way the the waste. So it would be
0: like if, like, a creature ate Water and it pooped out hydrogen and oxygen. Kinda,
1: yeah. Okay, kinda. okay. That was that
0: was AJ science input. <laughs>
1: hey, let's go AJ. Thank you. Uh, oh, hey, I didn't play my theme song when I started talking about my stories. I oh, well. That's fine.
0: Uh, uh, you can't don't play mine either because it doesn't really fit for. What oh yeah, because yours do. isn't <laughs> sad. Yeah. Do we have like an? Oh, play the America theme. Play oh. the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah,
1: here we go. All right. Uh, go ahead, AJ. Let's go. Hmm.
0: Alrighty, kids. Now i talk about a lot on this show problems with america but i'm about to tell you a story two stories one of these stories i've written two papers about and i'm not going to lie each time it brings a little bit of a tear to my eye these two stories i'm not even lying no irony right now make me proud to be an american what i'm about to say oh boy so
1: such a departure from the standard cry tell you laugh content i know this is
0: great um so colin Yes, have you sir. taken any guess to the two, the two great men that I said who these stories are going to be about?
1: I forgot to think about it.
0: I'll give you a hint. Okay. One of them, we have an album or a record of his inauguration about 20 feet away. Wait, what? There's an inaug- There's a Oh, I don't remember, right I don't over remember who it is. It's Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> it's FDR, your favorite. Yes, my favorite. So today I'm going to be <laughs> talking about how the Roosevelts, Teddy and yeah. Franklin. Yeah. Eleanor didn't have much to do with this. Great lady, did a lot of great things, yeah, but yeah, when it good, comes to this subject, lady. didn't do much. Okay, uh, One of my idols, but she doesn't do much in this. Um, I'll be talking about what they've done throughout their lives and throughout the presidencies mm-hmm. to save the American heartland and their feelings and views towards conservationism Okay, on this Earth Day special. Okay. First, let's talk about Teddy. First off, Teddy Roosevelt, we talk about a lot how um, P- Donald Trump is a meme president. Yeah. But we can't lie. The first meme president was, in fact, Theodore Roosevelt. Okay. He was a meme. This is a man who won a Nobel Peace Prize who loved reveling in the blood of his enemies. Oh, oh, oh. Um He did judo in the White House, <laughs> and therefore he wanted the U.S. Marines to learn judo. Um, he tried to use... Actually, he might have. He might have helped change the rules of football when it was, because when he was president in the early 1900s, um, when it was mostly only being used in the naval academies, Mm -hmm. um, I think he was the one who had the idea. Why don't you throw the ball? (laughs) Um, And that's that was his idea. This is a guy when where he took a break from being president when he was done being president. He decided he was going to go to Africa and go shoot elephants. Um, And then he decided to run for president again. And people always say that people like Ross Perot and um, um, Bob Dole are the most successful third-party candidates of all time. Mm -hmm. Wrong. It was Teddy Roosevelt who Mm -hmm. ran for the Bull Moose Party Mm -hmm. against Mr. Taft, a Mm -hmm. big, beautiful man who was our president, fattest president. Mm -hmm. That's an accomplishment. And um, Woodrow Wilson, he got more votes than the incumbent um, Taft. Unfortunately, since that split the vote, Woodrow Wilson won. But Theodore Roosevelt, let no one tell you otherwise, Theodore Roosevelt was the most successful uh, third-party candidate of all time, and he's done quite a lot for you. Colin, have you ever eaten food? Have I ever eaten food? Yes. Uh, Once or twice. Have you ever gotten E. coli? Uh, No. Then you can thank Theodore Roosevelt for that, because his passage of the pure food and drug laws led to the creation of the FDA, which is why you don't get massive diarrheas whenever you eat food.
1: Well, thanks, Teddy.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Um, like, like I'm him. (laughs) No, but today and, and, um, a lot of his ideas that he ran on the bull moose platform were passed under Franklin. So he was one of the first major politicians who believed in the woman's right to vote. Wow. Um, the idea of a state pension, which led to social security. He invited the first black man to go eat dinner at the white house. Booker T. Washington did a lot of interesting. He got shot in the chest and kept doing a speech. There's video of that on the internet. I suggest everybody go watch it. He's like, excuse me, everyone. I've just been shot, but I got to read the speech. It's pretty great. Wow. And he's my favorite player to play as in Civilization VI. <laughs> um, but That's quite an accomplishment. Most people know, when you ask people about what Teddy Roosevelt's accomplishments are, what do you think they'll say?
1: What you just said. No. They will <laughs> no, talk don't.
0: about the national parks. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt created That's what they teach you in the textbooks. That is. They teach you about Teddy creating the teddy bear yeah. in the <laughs> national parks. Yep. Um Oh, and and they probably talk about um trust busting. But that's not what this is about. No. Um so, Teddy Roosevelt was huge into making sure that the American um the American uh what well, I'm thinking of word. Uh, basically thing that the 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 environment of America is preserved and kept and that business and humanity can't destroy it. He has a quote, I'm going to try to find it. There it is, um, uh, it is the utmost importance to conserve the environment of our nation. So to him, this was like a big important problem. Yeah. And so, ow, Stop I'm Stop biting yourself over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Um, he created the United States Forest Service Led to the creation of five national parks. Mm-hmm. Signed in 1906, the Antiquities Act, under which he proclaimed 18 U.S. national monuments. Now, I read into this a little bit, little Mimi, when you think about it, because well, the first national Park um, national monument was Devil's Tower, mm-hmm. if you know, in Wyoming. Yeah, what that looks like.
1: No, uh, it's no, thing. it's that thing. Fancy.
0: Basically, he just kind of let. In the beginning, it had to be, the laws had to be kind of changed because in the beginning it could just kind of be like the president could decide if anything was a national monument. So go be like, I like that. That's a national monument. That's a national monument. They're like, oh my God, Theodore Roosevelt, stop, please. That's why he was able to make 18 in like two years. So they had to work on that a little bit. Um, he... Yeah, so five national parks, the 18 national monuments... One of those national parks has his face on it now. Do you know which one? No. Are we
1: talking about Mount, Mount Rushmore? Okay, good. No. Okay. What no. did you think I was talking about? I was going to say Mount Rushmore, but then I was like, wait. What if I'm really stupid? I'm uh, on live radio. Uh, but in the end, under
0: everything that he did, oh, 51 bird reserves, oh, four like game reser- preserves, wow, and in the end, 150 national forests. Hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty. Wow. So we got tons of part like all the basically all the federal land that you see in a um, National Geographic special, yeah. Like about America. Have you ever yeah. watched America National Geographic where they just go to the parks and they film them and they show how nice they are? Yeah, I've seen some. That's thanks to him. He's yeah. he's the daddy of that. Well, thanks. Those are his children. In the end, Teddy Roosevelt brought about two hundred and thirty million acres. Wow. Under public protection, wow, yes, what a good fella, and yet he also loved to murder animals, so it's yeah so interesting it's uh he's a great president <laughs> like the best, maybe not the best, but one of the best probably the oh no it's between him and Abe who the best Republican presidents are <laughs> it's pretty close. Teddy could beat him in a fight that'd be pretty yeah clear. yeah
1: that'd be cool though I want to
0: watch that um so yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. The most badass president we've ever had. I'm pretty safe in saying that. Mm -hmm. He killed a lot of people. (laughs) He loved doing it. Oh, boy. He wanted women to vote, changed the rules of football, and saved the forests. (laughs) They shouldn't have him. What's that bear? The one who says only you can prevent forest fires? Smokey. It should be called Teddy the Bear. That makes more sense. It does. Yeah. Especially
1: because, like, smokies, like, you know, smoke, like, oh, you set the forest on fire. You <laughs> that is true. That'd
0: be like having a cop whose name is, like, Murder's Great. Like, <laughs> Murder's Great cop. Hi, I'm
1: Murder's Great the cop. Don't murder. It's like you're giving me mixed signals <laughs> here.
0: So now I'm going to move on to this subject, which has brought tears to my eyes in the past. I'm okay. going to read you a quote first. from. Okay. Is this going to bring tears to my eyes? Maybe. Probably not. Go on. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Well, this quote's not going to bring tears to your eyes, okay. but the story itself yeah. will. Okay. A nation that destroys its soil destroys itself. Forests are the lungs of our land, purifying the air and giving fresh strength to our people.
1: That's, that's pretty a, that's deep that's quote. Not, yeah. That's Have you ever?
0: Deep. Now, I'm going to talk about what um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, during his life, he claimed this is one of the most proudest things that he did during his presidency. Have you ever heard of the CCC? Yeah, what is that? The Civilian <laughs> Conservation Corps. I've heard of it. Okay, I'm. I'm. Su- people probably have heard of it, but they probably mm-hmm. don't know much about it. I don't. The Civilian Conservation Corps. I've written two papers about this. This is what what a poster of it used to look like. If you wanted to join the CCC, that's what you would look at.
1: Interesting. It's
0: a poster. It says a young man's opportunity. It's a dude holding a. I think it's a pick. And it says say. for work, play, study, and health. And what it basically was, when the Depression happened, Mm -hmm. um, one of the first um, laws that FDR passed was this. To employ, in the beginning, it was um, 18 to 25-year-olds, but eventually swayed a little to 17 to 28-year-olds. Okay. And what you would do is you would leave your home, go to one of these camps— and you would do things to help the environment, basically. So okay. at any time, there are about 300... Overall, there are about 3 million people working at the Civilian Conservation Corps throughout wow. its history. Um, about 300,000 people at any one time, because it's supposed to be only about a year's work. Okay. Is what you could stay on for more. Um, but it was interesting, because this was run by the Army. In fact, it was put under the command... Have you ever heard of somebody by the name of Douglas um, Douglas MacArthur. Yes. Like, our probably second most famous general. Yes. Yeah, he was in charge of this organization. That's big thing was planting trees. That's Very interesting. I know. I don't understand. Um, Because this was peacetime. (laughs) Yeah. This was before World War II started.
1: They're like, the army's got to do something.
0: Army's got to do something. Well, it was actually the big – I'll get into more, but the whole reason the army was involved is as a peacetime army, it helped keep things in check, like to keep the army's administrative side. Mm Mm-hmm. Test it. So basically, like, okay, how does the Army work when bringing in supplies? Because, you know, mm-hmm. bringing supplies to the camps, like food mm-hmm. and stuff and shoes and whatever. Yeah. Um, how to keep the barracks in line. Mm-hmm. How to do that. But the members in the Civilian Conservation Corps mm-hmm. were not part of the Army. They were just right. run by the Army. Right. Although, when World War II started, every CCC member who was a member of the CCC who volunteered for the Army was either immediately promoted to corporal or sergeant. Wow. So let me tell you a little bit about what the CCC did. Um, it planted nearly 3 billion trees to reforest America. Wow. Constructed trails across America that you could go hiking in. Mm-hmm. Lodges. Related facilities. Created over 800 parks nationwide. Upgraded most parks after that. Um, invented forest fire forest firefighting methods that we used. I wonder if they invented Smokey. Probably not. Probably not. That'd be well, interesting. How old is
1: Smokey? I don't know. Who knows?
0: We'll find out. Hmm. Um. It had separate programs for people who were veterans and oh. Native Americans. There were 15,000 hmm. Native Americans who worked in it. It was the most popular program in the new in the New Deal. More popular than Social Security to this day. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. I like CCC.
0: I know it's nice. It's 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 something that you don't to see anymore. Let's do it again. Uh, Well, I will go into that in a little bit, but so how this worked is you would go, you'd live there, they would provide you your food, Mm -hmm. your water, your Mm -hmm. shelter. You had to build your shelter. Oh. You had to, these camps were built by logs. Wow. So you'd go in, plant new trees, cut down old trees, use those old trees to make your camps. I got some pictures of some right here. Cool. Yeah, check this out. Look at that. So these are like what this was in a uh, this is in oh, Michigan. Wow. So that's pretty snowy. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, but this happened in all fifty states. Oh wow.
1: Mm-hmm. All of them.
0: Yeah, all all of them. Well, I guess not fifty because there were only forty eight at the time. Alaska oh. and Hawaii were not states, but oh. they did do stuff there. Um. It very so what you would do is you would go, you know, you don't have a job, you're unskilled labor. Mm-hmm. So if you're like mm-hmm. eighteen, you're like, I don't have any skills. I worked at the gas station. <laughs> It's like, okay, government guy comes to you. He's like, go live in the forest. Mm-hmm. We're going to help you build a lodge. You're going to live in there with 50 other guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to feed you. We're going to clothe you. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you water. Fun times. You're going to play sports. You're going to learn to exercise. That's a big part of it, too. you were going to get healthy doing this. Wow. Maybe we do need this today, actually. Yeah. Because people were much healthier back then than they are today. Yeah. You ever seen videos of, like, back then where, like, everyone had a six-pack, even yeah. if you could tell they weren't that healthy? Yeah. So, a little interesting. Do you have a six-pack? No, wow. I know you don't. Wow. Yeah, Thanks. that's right. I have a two-pack.
1: <laughs> You're so cool.
0: Thank you. <laughs> this has turned into the AJ's Awesome podcast, <laughs> as it always does. Kinda. <laughs> hey. Um, and um, so you go there. They would give you your money, about $30 a month. Asterix. You had to send 25 of that $30 back to your family. I don't know why.
1: I couldn't find. Well, I mean, what do you need that for when you're there? Maybe
0: like they were afraid, like when you went out on your time on the town, like on the weekends or whatever, that you would just like spend it all on like gambling and things to impress the ladies, the dames (laughs) as they called them back then. Yeah, no women were
1: allowed in the CCC. Oh, that's dumb. Um, The new CCC won't have that. Yeah, that no, it wouldn't do, yeah. be that way. I'm writing uh, I'm writing Mr. Trump a letter tomorrow. Oh god, he would not pass this. <laughs> yeah, there would. is no way that Donald yeah, Trump Yeah, sure no. Yeah, he'd be all about it. His
0: only thing it would be like, well, this, Teddy Roosevelt created a dam and his only the only reason he did it is because they were going to name it after him. <laughs> so, I looked I saw that. So maybe we could do the new Civilian Conservation Corps if we name it after Trump. It would have to be called the TCCC Trump's Civilian Conservation Corps. That's huge. That'll be its full name. Yeah,
1: T-C-C-C-T-H. Oh, that'd be great.
0: So I'm going to tell you about some of the different types of work that people did here. Okay. You could um, help build bridges. Fire lookout towers. I saw a study. 75% of all fire lookout towers that exist today were created back during the days of the CCC. Wow. Uh, Work on transportation. So you would work on truck trails, minor roads, foot trails, and airport landing fields. Uh, that was back in the days where an airport landing field was like dirt. It was oh, like, yeah, yeah just land here. Flood control, so you work on irrigation, drainage systems, dams. Erosion control, you would check the dam. That's probably the most boring job. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you're, like, building the dam, but it's probably the easiest job, too. Yeah, like, is there any water coming out of this? Nope. Uh, <sighs> nope, all right. All my day's done. <laughs> Forest culture, planting trees and shrubs, mm. timber, shrubs. seed collection, and nursery work. I don't know wow. what nursery work would be. Is they that have, like, like you go to the baby nurseries. tree? That's like a thing. So, like, you go to, like, the baby trees and, like... Yeah,
1: you just... you're like, hey, baby tree, and then you, like... And then hey, everyone's like, the oh, my God, Tom's them. talking to the tree again. <laughs> we need to get him out of here.
0: <laughs> Forest protection. So these are people who actually fought the fires. Yeah. So the people who built the stuff to prevent the fires didn't actually have to fight the fires yeah. when something went They're wrong. are like, oh, I
1: hope this works for those other
0: guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, we're the ones who know how to use all this equipment. <laughs> all by, uh, that's... <laughs> Actually, that's a big flaw that we yeah. just found. <laughs> poo-poo, FDR, poo-poo. Landscape <laughs> and recreation. You can make public camps, picnic grounds. Wow. Uh, for Yogi Bear. Make, su- make, make clearings for lakes and ponds, Wow, which could kind of be a little dickish. It's like, sorry, Grandma, your house costs a go. I got to put a pond here. You have
1: to put a large amount of water for no good reason. Make some ranges
0: for your stock oh, yep. for some cows. Yeah, yeah. You gotta find the place where the cows like to go. Make a ranch. Wildlife, so stream improvements. You mm-hmm. would add fish mm-hmm. stockings. Um, so you know, you know, well not, not like a little stocking for a fish.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's like stockings that the fish wear, right? <laughs> that would probably not, they were fish would not like They wear fishnet stockings. They wear fishnet stockings.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> that was a good joke. That should have been our joke of the day. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that. Isn't that just like you add more fish to an area to try to repopulate? The yeah, area? like you stock
1: the fish.
0: Oh, yeah. Like I'm stocking Easy Mac at the Walmart. Yeah,
1: Walmart, yeah. Have we got to do you're an episode about like, Walmart? You're, I love Walmart. Well, you're I don't care what anyone says.
0: And then, you know, miscellaneous stuff. So, you know, emergency work surveys mosquito control. That's probably the worst one. If yeah. If you had to do mosquito control. I don't control. want that job. Like, could you imagine, like, you're, you're young buck. You're, like, 17. Yeah. You're moved into the, um, it's like, all right, this is where you're going to work. You, Jacob, you're going to do ponds. All right.
1: Jacob Salas. Shout out? Shout out to Jacob Salas. Shout out to Jacob Salas. you' like rocks.
0: We're not even well I guess we are talking Moving about on. rocks a little bit. So it'd be like Jacob, you do ponds Bobby, you're do you're planting you're planting trees Sammy. You're making dams. And you, Jeff,
1: yes? You get to go bit by mosquitoes yeah, you every gotta day go fight for the mosquitoes. eight hours.
0: This is like 1933. I don't even know if we have pesticides yet. So you just got to like, fight them with boxing gloves. Yeah. <laughs> you just punch
1: the mosquitoes?
0: <laughs> I don't know how they would fight them back then. <laughs> I'm sure had- they had like swatters or something. <laughs> you're not
1: punching them with boxing gloves. So you're just gloves. running around in the middle of a field swatting at them? That yeah. wouldn't work. Well, no, maybe they're just like putting up nets. You or, know, or maybe they're just like they're putting nets around giant
0: things. fish hooks, like giant like fish poles with like the little sticky stuff that have, like
1: flies. Uh, yeah, with like <laughs> like yeah, a very convoluted paper. plan. I'd yeah. like to see that. It's a very wily coyote. I'd like kind to go back uh... in time
0: to go see how the Civilian Conservation Corps fought mosquitoes. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably very embarrassing. But no, so the legacy of the CCC. Every year, this year it's going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada. They go to camps where alumni. Unfortunately, there's not many left because it was a long time ago. Yeah, alumni go. To these places that were lodges or camps that were mm-hmm. built by the CCC, mm-hmm. they go there. They talk about um, what they uh, did to yeah. the youngins, yeah. and there are tons of um, conservation corps in the country um, now. Um, none of them are are federally run like the CCC was. Right. So we have so Suffol- they don't.
1: They're not army. No, they're no. not army. Which uh, is sad.
0: The Student Conservation Association. California Conservation Corps, Montana Conservation Corps, Texas Conservation Corps, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. all follow the model that was put in place by the CCC wow. nearly, what is it now, 80 years ago?
1: I'm going to go do it. Really? No. It, I, it,
0: when I think about it, when I like actually think like what this was and how this was what FDR was most proud of during his presidency, I'm assuming this. Excludes World War II, probably. Yeah. He's probably most proud of that. But yeah, he did yeah. die when it was happening, so no True. one ever got to ask him. Yeah. What do you think about <laughs> this? Well, I think oh, it's like, oh, <laughs> so, oh I g- <laughs> killed him. Wait, <laughs> they <laughs> <Oy> <laughs> Um, no, but the fact that he that was his most proud program. It wasn't Social Security. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. When you look at a lot of the New Deal things, it was a much simpler time. Like you yeah. ever you ever go to like a part in the city, and you see. Like the murals
1: that are built Mm -hmm. on the side of a building. Mm -hmm. Like a grasshopper in Erie. They got a big mural of a grasshopper.
0: Maybe that one. Maybe not. Look on the date. But a lot of those, those were made during the New Deal. That Mm -hmm. was FDR trying to keep artists employed. And he would have them paint that. Or he would have artists uh, write plays that people could go to for free to, like, get their minds off things. Wow. It was a much simpler time. But the fact out of all the things, the Civilian Conservation Corps... An organization that planted nearly 3 billion trees, created 18—no, sorry, 800 parks, um, restocked streams, made dams. Mm-hmm. That that was the most proudest program of all of his—that that was his baby. And rightfully so. Earth Day. Earth Day. That's, we love Earth. I don't—I mean, I, I would love to see something like that happen again.
1: Yeah, me too. I would
0: like to see some sort of—I don't know if— yeah, it could still be run by the army. I don't care.
1: I'm gonna write two letters to Mr. Trump, Mr. President Donald Trump. Yeah, we have a and tell giant him, hey, army. Do tree stuff.
0: We could do that. Like yeah. our army has a huge budget. Yeah, huge. Like if it's, it's run by the army, that budget is huge. I'm assuming that was probably not Douglas MacArthur's most proud moment. No, probably not. It no. was probably, that probably fighting the Japanese yeah, that was on probably on, on Okinawa. Yeah. Say Okinawa.
1: Uh, no, I'm okay with that.
0: Okinawa.
1: No, I that's got this okay. scar
0: on Okinawa. Yeah, that was pretty good. But yeah, so ev- I've written two papers about that, and the more I go into the uh, Civilian Conservation Corps, it brings a little red wine blue tear to my eye. It really does. It makes me proud to be an American. Hey, do you think this is what they were singing when they were planting the trees and yeah. fighting the mosquitoes?
1: <laughs> yeah, they were singing this and swatting the mosquitoes, ah! swatting them right down.
0: Like Douglas MacArthur's like standing over them, playing this on a stereo, not a stereo, uh-huh. like a. <laughs> Most things that plays records. He has a record player. (laughs) And they're like biting mosquitoes, like bite those he's like fight those fascist mosquitoes. (laughs) Like can I have like a gun? Maybe they used guns. They shot the mosquitoes. That'd be pretty great. Machine guns. (laughs) (laughs) That probably wasn't very that that might be pretty effective actually. I
1: don't know. Maybe flamethrowers. Oh yeah, that would be it. I don't know
0: what they used. If anybody knows let us know. Colin next week tell us how they fought the mosquitoes back in the 30s. Yeah,
1: I'll find out. Well, I probably will forget.
0: I'll probably out. forget as well. But no, the Civilian Conservation Corps. Stories like that, the stories of Teddy creating the national parks, creating the US monuments. Makes me proud to be an American. It makes me really want to go on like a tour across America to all these different places. Yeah, that'd be a really fun. I'd time. love
1: to go to Keystone. Yeah. Okay. Uh it is 3:58. We're uh we're running out of time here. We are. Uh we're gonna have one more
0: episode next week. I'm not sure if we're gonna have one for finals week. I would like to. We'll I think have to I
1: see. can. I told you. Uh, I think I can. So if, if okay. you can as well, okay, we'll probably have one. We'll see.
0: We'll probably have one for finals week too. So in between your finals, when you're crying and yeah,
1: wondering what you're gonna do with your life because
0: you've been kicked out of school, yeah, um, you know, you can listen to our funny little episode. That's right. We'll
1: be back to our super depressive mood next week. Yeah, we'll be sad and happy at the same time again next week. But this week, we're just happy. We are. Oh,
0: and finals week, I'm going to make sure it's the most depressing week. And we're going to be like, oh, there's a story that says, like, 80% of college dropouts die or something. (laughs) I'm going to do something like that. that's not cool at all. It'll be great. But, no, everybody, enjoy. This is it. We're running out of time here at the university. Enjoy. Yeah. Go on a walk by the Fake Lake. It was. I, I did a jog by the Fake Lake yesterday. It was so wonderful. There was a, 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 a buff guy without a shirt on. I approved. Um, it was a great
1: time. So go enjoy the weather and enjoy the rest of the school year. It's ending. Stop procrastinating. You're listening to the Cry, You Laugh podcast on 88.9 WFSC, Fighting Scots Radio, and streaming live on nbronow.com with AJ Marie and Colin Mazur. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. 88.9 W.F.